This is the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, created by the team of Becker's Healthcare, a multimedia company devoted to the people who power U.S. healthcare. Four new 15-minute episodes are released daily, containing industry news, analysis, and thought leadership from powerful healthcare decision makers. Support our show by leaving it a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or other platforms you use. It's a chance to tell us what you like about the show and act on your feedback. Thanks for listening. Now here's the episode. This is Chris Sosa with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Christopher Baird, MD, Associate Professor at Harvard Medical School and Boston Children's Hospital. Dr. Baird, thank you so much for joining us today. You're welcome. Dr. Baird, could you please introduce yourself and tell us a bit about your background? Yeah, Christopher Baird. I uh, work at the Harvard Medical School and Boston Children's Hospital. I'm director of the Heart Valve Center and uh, co-director of the Vascular Ring Airway Compression Center and Surgical Director of the Pulmonary Vein Stenosis Surgical Program. Dr. Ray, taking a big picture view of your field, what do you think are the top three issues in pediatric cardiology today? Well, I, I think there are several uh, important issues that, that face us uh, today. And one of those issues are how children get cardiology and cardiac surgical care with very complex lesions and how those families navigate uh, to centers with excellence that can care for those children. And there there are many obstacles uh, that families face and many seem uh, insurmountable uh, in many respects, but there are ways for these children uh, to be cared for with institutions that that specialize in these uh, areas of need. I think not the least of which is trying to navigate uh, the payers and the insurance and and how the care is managed from that standpoint. It's it's very difficult uh, nowadays for children to leave their home institution or neighboring cities for other centers of excellence for those simple reasons. Doctor, what do you think are some of the ways that access to care can be improved? I think that's a very... Uh, challenging question. I think social media has done wonders for families to be able to reach out for expertise, and it's been able to connect them with other families that have been able to to seek care at centers of excellence, such as uh, Boston Children's. And now we routinely uh, provide many, many second opinions uh, for children with complex uh, congenital heart disease needing uh, surgery and cardiologic care. And so by allowing them to connect and reach out to us and us give those opinions, it gives these families hope and some options uh, to consider uh, to get their children cared for when many times they feel hopeless. Certainly glad that areas of hope are emerging in not only pediatric cardiology, but other places in healthcare. Um, next question for you, Dr. Baird. How do you see heart care evolving over the next 18 months or the next few years or so? Yeah, I think it's it's continually evolving, heart care for children. And I think what's happening is they're becoming fewer and fewer places that offer the very high levels of uh, expert care. And a, a lot of the reason for that is risk mitigation. In other words, for uh, smaller centers to take on very complex cases and take on that risk becomes a challenge for them. And so I think uh, larger centers are becoming 
more responsible, if you will, for helping manage those patients. And we as a society need to recognize that and support that. So that's already started evolving over the last number of years in terms of the number of complex surgeries uh, performed at major, major centers have started coming down a bit. And so, you know, there was some speculation a number of years ago that we would be down to a dozen or so major children's hospitals in the next decade in the United States. And I'm not so sure we're not headed that way. Uh, the problem is, is that as centers get bigger and bigger, there are other complexities that emerge. So I'm not so sure that bigger and bigger is better. And you know, one may argue that regionalization of care in certain regions of the country with centers closer to those children's homes may be better in many respects. Certainly, I think a lot of people who seek healthcare can have issues with finding specialists such as yourself, and hopefully that will continue to improve. Dr. Baird, what are you excited about today and what makes you nervous as far as pediatric cardiology is concerned? Yeah, I, I think the things that excite us here in Boston are the ability to innovate and pro provide solutions for patients that don't have them. In other words, we've developed the infrastructure here to allow us uh, to do that. And what that means is, is that we're able to advance care in ways that, that haven't been done before. And, you know, one of the more recent uh, examples of that are being able to take models of children's heart and now simulate what we're going to do in surgery based on those models. It allows advanced planning to really optimize uh, the surgical plan for those patients what and what really has provided improved outcomes. And so I think that's what re really excites me, to be able to provide that innovation uh, for children needing heart surgery uh, that hasn't been there uh, historically. The concerns are being able to get those children here and get them cared for and get the systems to support that. And I think that's a real challenge because I don't think uh, many payers, providers, insurance companies recognize uh, the subspecialty required to take care of these patients with complex disease. And I, I think that's a fundamental uh, challenge. And I think uh, our patients are suffering out there because of it. Dr. Baird, thank you so much for laying out those challenges in addition to the innovations. On the second part, I love how you mentioned the modeling aspect of this. When you speak of 3D modeling and how it relates to cardiac care, how exactly did that evolve at Boston Children's? Yeah, so that, that's an interesting question. It, it, it started happening probably five or six years ago, and there's a, a, a subset of our group who... Uh, has an interest in engineering. In fact, uh, uh, several of our surgeons are engineers. And based on this experience um, or their experience, we're able to more directly apply those engineering principles to questions that we have here uh, for patients with congenital heart disease. And so originally it was a printed model and that, there was all the excitement about being able to take a heart model and print it out and you could put your hands on it. But really what we needed to do was be able to get inside the heart. So we were able to apply some of those principles and now come up with simulated models where on the computer, 
our iPad, we can move these uh, structures around within the heart, plan out uh, what we need to do, simulate it to see if it gives us the optimal result. And if not, to go back and redo it in the simulation so we're not having to do that in the patient uh, in the operating room and try something. And if it didn't work, the patient would then have to go back uh, for another surgery. So I, I think it's it's really been interesting how that has evolved, and and I'm I'm really excited to see how far we can take that in the coming years. But that was really a, a project that developed, you know, within cardiac surgery. Uh, and our group supported that uh, innovation along with the Heart Center, uh, and now it's become part of our everyday practice for for all the cardiologists and cardiac surgeons working here at Boston Children's. It's certainly fascinating to me, doctor. How common is it for children's hospitals to use this kind of 3D modeling? And do you think it will become, or how much more common do you think it will become in the near future? Yeah, that's a really interesting question. I, I, in fact, use it on the majority of my cases now. So almost daily, I'm now looking at models that have been created off CT scans or MRIs. So I would say for my practice, probably 80 percent or more and over all of cardiac surgery practice probably you know more than half of all patients wow uh, nothing i wanted to ask you about dr baird is you've done you and your team rather have done considerable work uh, working with children's hospitals overseas such as india could you lay out a little bit about how those efforts evolved and how exciting they are at this point in time yeah, that's a, that's a really fascinating uh, area for me, and it's been one of my interests. I, I began about 15 years ago traveling um, internationally to help support a project that Dr. Kathy Jenkins started, which was an international quality improvement project to help the third world and in various places improve pediatric cardiology and cardiac surgery for patients in that part of the world. And since then, my travels have evolved to going and a number of places, four or five, six places uh, throughout the year to help cardiac uh, surgeons and their programs develop, uh, to go help them uh, do complex cases and train them to be able to do these procedures in their country when before they wouldn't have been able to do that. And, you know, just this year, I've been able to do that in India, Malaysia, uh, in Egypt, and a few other places. And it, and it really has helped connect uh, those parts of the world with the newest uh, innovative techniques by having Boston Children support me and going there and training their surgeons to do that. So I, I think it's a really uh, phenomenal thing that we're able to do and provide uh, to society for children in, in underserved parts of the world. That's truly fantastic, Dr. Baird. Lastly, I will simply ask you, if there are others who are looking to involve themselves in similar projects worldwide, what would your advice be to them? Yeah, I think there are innumerable opportunities. I mean, there's so many places around the world that are seeking uh, advice and help from uh, folks who have expertise. And so really, all, all you have to do is, is reach out and, and, and offer your services. And if that's the case, then that'll be an opportunity that uh, they can provide. Dr. Baird, thank you so much for being so generous with your time and insights today. Can't wait to share them with our audience and we look forward to connecting with you soon. You're welcome. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks, 
To help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there. Thank you.